ever had any questions about the Bible that you just couldn't get a solid answer for? Perhaps someone gave you answers, but they were confusing or not biblical. You tuned in at the right time and place to find real answers from God's Word, the Bible. You can call us right now with your questions at 472-1111 or in the CNMI at 323-1113. Be sure to turn your radio down when you call. Live from Guam, join us now for Straight from the Bible with Pastor Louis Moffness. Hello and good afternoon. Welcome to another time of Straight from the Bible. We're so very glad that you have joined us. It's always exciting to open God's Word with God's people. So why don't we uh, pray as we study the Scriptures? Heavenly Lord, we are very grateful that you send us your Word, and your Word is life. And we thank you that we have this opportunity to study with your help. Please send us your Holy Spirit. And with, and with the Holy Spirit giving us uh, discernment, understanding, and we would like to pray for those of us here in the studios and also with our listening friends that we will all draw, be drawn closer to God through Jesus Christ. In Jesus' name we pray, amen. Amen. Well, my name is Pastor Louis Moffness, and I'm very, very privileged and honored to have Pastor Masikt Itaong here with me. Pastor Masikt is the pastor of the Ordot Church and also the SDA Clinic Chaplain. Good to have you with me today, Pastor Masikt. It is always a pleasure to join you, Pastor Moffness. It really is always a pleasure. Thank you. And very glad to have not only Pastor Masikt here, but all the crew here at Joy FM, mm-hmm. and especially you, our listening friends. We're very glad that you've joined us. And uh, whether you were waiting to tune in or maybe you tuned in by accident, there is no accident. God wanted you to listen. Here are the uh, contact information if you would like to call in your Bible questions. This is a live Bible question and answer program. And so the phone number, if you are dialing from Guam, is 472-1111, That's if you're calling from Guam, from Saipan, Tinian, and Rhoda. Please dial 323-1113. I've visited all three of those islands, by the way. Mm. 323-1113. Beautiful islands give us beautiful calls. <laughs> okay. Amen. And so go ahead and pick up your phones and dial those. If you would like to text through WhatsApp, yeah, that's also free from the CNMI. 671-686-9999. Now, if you would like to email rather than call, you are welcome to do so. And that... Um, that address is B-I-B-L-E at joyfmradio.net. Once more, that's Bible at joyfmradio.net, and we'll get to your some emails that have already come in, but if you would like to email now, you may do so. Now, you can visit us on Facebook and go to facebook.com forward slash joyfmradio. Go to that our Facebook page, and there will be a live stream, and you can go there, and as your uh, looking at the handsomeness of Pastor Masih, no. <laughs> and uh, you would like to uh, get your question to us, then just simply go to the um, go to the comment section and leave your question there, and we'll see it right away. Mm-hmm. Now, if you're listening to this broadcast at any other time besides Monday from 5 to 6 p.m., then you're listening to a rebroadcast. Of course, you can still uh, call and contact uh, the Joy FM studios, but of course, you're live your live uh, your live question will be answered the next monday 
Okay. So thank you very much. And Pastor Masik, I'm very, very glad that you're here. Um, we're always happy to be here, and I'm looking <laughs> forward to a great Bible study, Pastor. Uh, we do have some news, and that is that uh, Pastor Masik will be the person who will be heading the Straight from the Bible program in the very near future. And that is because uh, Pastor Lewis and his family are leaving the island. And uh, we just wanted to let you know that. <laughs> Regrettably, you know, Pastor Mumpness and his family, they've done a wonderful job with Straight from the Bible. We've got big shoes to fill, but, you know, by God's grace, I, I, I will do it by God's grace. Every time someone says, I have big shoes to fill, I say, well, it's only ten and a half. <laughs> It's it's nothing. <laughs> now everybody knows my shoe size. Um, well, it's we all the only the only footsteps we walk in is the footsteps Absolutely. of Christ, and those are big shoes to fill. But Amen. we do it by God's grace. Amen. All right, and so go ahead and pick up your phones right now and dial in your Bible question. We'll be so glad to take your question. Okay, so until those lines start ringing and our wonderful. Uh, uh, phone operator, <laughs> Mr. Scott, where uh, he'll be handling the, the phones while we're waiting. We're going to be taking a look at some of the email questions that have come in. And here is the very first one. A, a listener would like to know, is displaying Christmas and Easter right? Is it right? Okay. Well, of course, the holidays themselves, Christmas and Easter are uh, well, Easter does actually appear in the in the Book of Acts. Uh, Christmas doesn't. Um, uh, w- would you like to read that uh, that verse sure. when it comes to the bo- the the mention of Easter? And this is found in the Book of Acts, chapter twelve, verse four. And this is where we find uh, the mention of Easter. And it mm-hmm. says in Acts twelve, verse four. And when he had apprehended him, he put him in prison and delivered him to four quaternions of soldiers to keep him intending after Easter to bring him forth to the people okay so of course the the Easter here spoken of is not the um, it wasn't they weren't celebrating the resurrection of Jesus mm-hmm. it was we'll, we'll go ahead and admit it this was the Easter holiday back then was more of a heathen pagan mm-hmm. it had pagan origins yes it had a lot to do with fertility that's why we have the rabbit yes. that symbols symbolizes it, and uh, the egg, Easter egg hunt, yes. Easter egg hunts, <clears throat> and so you know those things didn't have Christian origins. It had its uh, origins in outside Christianity and Judaism. Mm-hmm. Christmas um, also has its uh, uh, a lot of its origins not in Christianity, but mm-hmm. in other things that kept, came into Christianity yes. from from pagan type of roots. Yes. Okay, so is it right to display? Christmas and Easter. Mm-hmm. You know, there is a, a verse that I'm going to look for. Where is, um, uh, do not be overcome by evil, but overcome evil with good. Mm-hmm. And this is, that's found in the book of Romans chapter 12 and reading verse 21. And um, would, would you like to read that for sure. us? Romans chapter 12, verse 21. And it says, be not overcome of evil, but overcome evil with good. Okay. And this is what Christianity is. We're to be called the salt of the earth, mm-hmm. um, you know, the, the light of the world. And if we, uh, if you'll permit me, the, the more we just say, oh, this is evil, or this is evil, or this is evil, this is pagan, this is pagan. Well, of course, we do need to be careful of those things, yes. you know. I, I myself don't <clears throat> want to be promoting something that uh, isn't entirely for the glory of God. Mm-hmm. 
But as it stands today, Christ, uh, Christmas and Easter, um, there's, a, there's a lot of people focusing on Christ exactly, on those yes. days. Absolutely. And personally, I would like to enhance that. Yes, yes. <laughs> I would like to make more things about Christ and, uh, you know, and, and uh, without upholding the pagan things. I, I completely agree. Hmm. You know, when you think of Christmas, uh, like you said, Christmas is a time when one of my favorite things about Christmas is, you know, Christmas songs. And uh, Christmas yeah. hymns. Oh, I uh, love Christmas hymns. They, there's just something special about them. We yes. wait all year to sing them. Yes. And they are beautiful. They're very beautiful. Mm. And although, you know, and I'm also going to kind of add to the question, should we celebrate? Mm. You know, can we celebrate? You know, this is, a, for the for the Bible-believing Christian, we know that Christmas and, and Easter, the roots are uh, mm. in paganism. I mean, mm. they are pagan in the roots. Then. Uh, over time, it's kind of morphed where the pagan origin has been forgotten, but rather the um, the uplifting of Christ or the mm. uh, Christianity is more, you know, more surrounding it. And so when we look at it, looking at the text... Um, Overcome evil with good. With good, yes. And so if it came from pagan origins, there's nothing we're going to do to change that. Yeah. But if I can get, if I can capitalize on that time when people are focusing on Jesus more, mm-hmm. and I can win more souls. Yes. If if during that time people are talking a, lo- a little bit more about Jesus, you bet I'm going to join in that conversation Absolutely. and say, "Isn't it wonderful that our Savior came and became a baby?" Absolutely. You know, I don't have to make it all about Santa Claus or or the or you know uh, the tinsel, <laughs> I the reindeer, really and all of that. Yeah. As a matter of fact, uh, there's one there's one uh, thing about the Christmas tree. Many mm-hmm. people ask, oh, yes, where, did, where did the Christmas tree mm-hmm. come from? Um, <clears throat> believe it or not, that did not come from paganism. Mm. There was this one town and where they worshipped the Norwegian thunder god. His name was Thor. And uh, there was this great oak mm. that belonged to him uh, that the villagers had dedicated to him because it was so big and so strong. And uh, this Christian missionary, he can he comes over and he starts chopping down the tree, and they're horrified, mm. thinking you know, uh, the thunder god's going to get them. Yeah. And so he kept chopping, and he says that there is no thunder god. Turn your lives to Christ. And so he keeps chopping, he keeps chopping, until the oak falls down, and the 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 people, the Vikings who worship the thunder god, they said, I can't believe this this Christian was able wow. to take down the thunder god's mighty oak. Wow. And where the oak fell, every other tree that it fell on broke except the pine tree, the fir tree rather, the fir tree, which is a pine. And the Christian said, that fir tree is what you use to build your homes. That can, that's the wood you use to build your homes. Everybody get a fir tree, bring it into your homes, and let it remind you that Jesus is greater than Thor. There's nothing wow. Thor can ever do. The thunder god mm. cannot do anything to Christ. <clears throat> and so incredible. that is the origins of the Christmas tree. And wow. so whenever I whenever I go to a person's house and I look at the Christmas tree, I say, you know what that means? Oh, wow. <laughs> and they say, And they say, oh, you know, it means presents. I went, oh, oh yes, it does mean pre- <laughs> It means the greatest present ever. Amen. And I tell them that story. No, and so <laughs> That's beautiful. I didn't know that. Okay, Thank so. You. Um, so once more, you don't have to emphasize all the things that don't agree with God, but you can capitalize Absolutely. and overcome evil with good. Use that time to talk about Christ. Absolutely. And I want to add to that also. Mm. Uh, some people will be at different places uh, right. uh, when it comes to this, and some people may be very sensitive to it. 
And I just want to say, you know, you never want to hammer people over their heads with at least uh, something like this. Hmm. If people believe otherwise and uh, they have a problem with it, you know, you don't. Oh, I you don't agree. have to fight them to uh, I agree. to make them believe as we believe, as no. God has given us that free will. So, but there is no, uh, at least from what I know, direct mm. uh, scripture against that prohibits. Yeah, prohibits yeah. anything that would exalt Christ, as long as it does not um, go against the Bible or go against God's word. Agreed. Yeah. Very much agreed. Okay, well, Pastor Masik, it looks like while we were having a wonderful discussion about wonderful. Christmas and Easter, it looks like a. a call has come in and they simply left the question with us. Will God send anyone to an eternal burning flame? Isn't he, after all, the all-loving God? Mm, Great question. I get excited. I get excited (laughs) when I hear questions like this. Can I, Pastor Masik, let's just answer it the short way first. Will he do that? Uh, No. No, he will not. That's a short answer. That's a short answer. (laughs) He will not. Mm -hmm. And the caller actually makes a good point. Mm -hmm. Isn't he an all-loving God? Yes. That is the perfect the perfect thing that we have to understand. Every teaching about the Bible has to end up with that per- picture Absolutely. of God. Completely. Anything that goes against that picture, mm-hmm. we can cast away. Mm-hmm. And uh, and if if our concept of God is torturing people throughout endless eternity, yes, that is not the loving God of the Bible. Mm-hmm. Now, we are not going to deny that there is a lake of fire that the Bible describes. Yes, there is. And you find that in the book of Revelation chapter 21, uh, 20 rather, in the book of Revelation chapter 20, where it says the beast and the false prophet are, and, and, the, and death and the grave, as um, in addition, will be cast into the lake mm-hmm. of fire. So there is a death for yes. all things that are wicked, all things sinful. Exactly. And, and the Bible describes yeah. it as a second death. That's right. It's yes. a second death from which there is no resurrection. Yes. So there will be a fire there will be a death. In the book of Romans, chapter 6, verse 23, it says, for the wages of sin is death. Death, not eternal burning. Mm-hmm. Death, what, what is death? No life. Mm-hmm. Absolutely, <laughs> yes. And so, um, you know, this may be a longer Bible question than we can really give it <clears throat> justice for, but um, if, if there is an eternally burning mm-hmm. hell, then Jesus did not pay the price because he didn't do that. Mm-hmm. He went to the cross and he died. Mm-hmm. Simple. Um, and that is, the, that is the reward of all things sinful and wicked. Mm-hmm. They simply die Absolutely. in the lake of fire. Yes. Mm-hmm. Exactly. And, you know, we, we often think of this. The, the greatest punishment that we could give to another human being mm. really isn't a lifetime of torture. It really is death. You know, that's when a person commits a crime, that's the highest uh, thing that, that could happen to them as a punishment. Right. Simply take away their lives. And the thing is this. If an all-loving God, or no, let me say it like this. If you would never punish your child day after day after day after day after day, hmm. and if you as a, as a sinful human being would never do that to your child, then what makes us think God would ever do that to his child? Very true. The greatest thing or the greatest punishment that we give to criminals is, you know, to just simply take away their lives. In in a very real sense, uh, that's also giving them a sense of peace. Mm. They'll never have to be in the world and to actually, uh, you know, suffer any longer, but that's the ultimate punishment. Mm. And likewise with God, God does it the same way. Uh, The lake of fire and all the wicked... They're simply extinguished and yes. they're destroyed and 
that's the highest punishment. Mm. Because if God were to torture them throughout all of eternity, then God would be worse than Hitler. That's true. And worse than any other of these uh, cruel tyrants in the mm. past. But God is not. Amen. However, God is fair. Yes. And he will give uh, uh, to each and every one of us um, the true fair ju- dealing with our true lives. True justice. True justice. I like yes. that. Yes. Yes. And uh, that justice, um, you know, the Bible describes God's uh, uh, taking judgment on people. He, the Bible calls it his strange act. Yes, exactly. Um, in other words, when God does it, it's just not him. Absolutely. <laughs> it's so unlike him to actually throw his wrath down. Absolutely. He, he is far more willing and eager, and he has an, a great track record of yes. instead having mercy. And let me ask yeah. you this, Pastor Muffness. Mm. It is so unlike him, but is it necessary? Yeah. And, uh, I'll give and that's the, the thing, yeah. It, 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 out of necessity, yeah. he will do it. You were going to add to that. And, and I'll give you an example. You know, if you ever had to spank one of your kids before, and uh, it's a painful thing. Yes, it is. But yes, it is. you know that if you don't, Something then worse, will, worse happen. will happen to them right. if they're not corrected. Mm. And God is a, it is a painful thing to God to have to then do that. But he has to in order that the cancer of sin doesn't spread and infect uh, everybody else. Right. He doesn't want to. And this is the reason why he sent his only beloved son to die at the cross to give everybody a chance mm. to be saved. Right. So, so Really, the offers are already there. Yes. And if we are lost, we are not lost because we, uh, we're we not good enough. Mm. We're not lost because uh, we just didn't have a chance. No. The door of salvation is open to everybody who is willing. That's right. It, the, the, whole, the whole thing about um, hellfire is that it can be avoided. Uh, just, just so that we can add more Bible verses to this. Yes, please. Many people wonder about that fire. In the book of Jude, verse 7, there's only one chapter in Jude. It says, even as Sodom and Gomorrah. Okay, now Sodom and Gomorrah, we know that, they, that it was burned with yes. fire. But mm-hmm. if I finish the verse, it tells us what kind of fire. Even as Sodom and Gomorrah and the cities about them in like manner, giving themselves over to fornication mm. and going after strange flesh are set forth as an example, suffering the vengeance of eternal Mm -hmm. fire. Mm -hmm. So the fire that burned Sodom and Gomorrah was, in fact, eternal fire, everlasting fire. And so eternal fire doesn't mean that the fire is going to last throughout eternity. It's simply saying that Sodom and Gomorrah, suffering eternal fire, Mm -hmm. Are eternally gone. Yes, exactly. Eternally dead. Yes, you will exactly. say. Yes, and so that is <clears throat> what the fire that, and it says uh, it's an example. An example for what? The example for the 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 wicked that will mm-hmm. event in, in the end suffer the same fire. And I really like what you said about, um, or what we the conclusion we came to about. Um, about uh, the the whole thing about God having to do it, mm-hmm. but hellfire is avoidable. If you go to the book of Matthew, I believe it's chapter twenty-five, and if we take a look at what the fire was actually meant for, mm-hmm. yeah, it's Matthew twenty-five and reading verse forty-one. Um, would you be Matthew so kind? 25? Yeah, yes. would you be so kind as to read that? 
25, verse 41. And the Bible says this. Then shall he say also unto them on the left hand, Depart from me, you cursed, into everlasting fire, prepared for the devil and his angels. Okay, so the everlasting fire was prepared for humans? No, no, not even one human. Absolutely. It was prepared for the devil and his angels. That yep. tells me nobody needs to go there. No. It's really, <laughs> it's really interesting. It says that uh, uh, in, the book, in the book of Revelation, it says that um, those whose names were written in the Lamb's Book of Life from the foundation yes. of the world. Mm -hmm. So when were our names written <laughs> in the Book of Life? <laughs> wow. Since ever since, as mm -hmm. we say here on Guam. Mm -hmm. Since ever since. In other words, God never had you in mind when he formulated the Absolutely. lake of fire idea mm -hmm. um he sees it as a necessity put to put out sin and the devil and his angels of course are the ones who originated that but there doesn't have to be one single man woman or child not one person has to go there because it was never prepared for you no. the, and so that means that <clears throat> we don't have to go there if we simply choose Amen. Jesus side it's all about our choice Amen. but we don't have to uh, we don't have to um, to end in a, in a fate that never was meant for us absolutely praise God for that Amen. <laughs> okay all right so I certainly hope we answer that question and uh, n the answer is no he is an all-loving God and there is no eternal yeah, or should I say eternally burning flame. Mm -hmm. uh, that fire will go out uh, when it accomplishes its purpose, when, the, when all sin and sinners are, in fact, um, dead, the wages of sin. Absolutely. Okay, now it looks like there's another uh, question that came from Liz. Okay, so here is Liz's question. She wants to know, did the book of Job actually happen? Or is it just a parable? Hmm. Okay, well, that's a good question, too. Um, I am going to point out that there are things in the scriptures, and in the book of Job, rather, that tell us it's an actual place mm -hmm. and not a parable. Oh, okay. Can I, can I just, just for a minute yes, um, give a definition of a parable? If I say to you, Alice was walking through Wonderland... <laughs> <laughs> Immediately, you know, I'm talking about a fictional place, yes. a fictional place, and uh, there is no place on on Earth called Wonderland. No, there's unless no. somebody builds an amusement park and calls it that. But yeah. um, and uh, <clears throat> the word, the word, um, the the name rather, the name uh, Alice could uh, apply to anybody. In mm -hmm. other words, it wasn't meant to be taken as an identification. However, the Book of Job is very different. It says there was a man, in Job chapter 1, verse 1, there was a man in the land of Uz whose name was Job, and that man was perfect and upright and one that feared God and eschewed evil or hated evil. So it's giving us a definite place, mm -hmm. and it says that there was a man in that land. Mm -hmm. And if you read the rest of the book, it says that he was actually quite well known. Mm -hmm. And he was in very wealthy. Wealthy people usually are well known. <laughs> Yes. And he says that he had helped people. And so everything that we uh, look at the book of Job, it, 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 it's talking about actual events and an actual person. 
And um, so that's, I, that would tell me that it's a parable, not just a made up, it's not a made up story. Mm-hmm. It's not just an illustration, but actual events happening. Exactly. No, I completely agree. I think my question would be, you know, where would the idea come from to, for it to be a parable? <laughs> uh, it really is uh, a story of a real event and a real mm, person. Right. How they got inspired to inspire us. You know, I think, <clears throat> and this is just my guess, there are a lot of people who try to discredit the Bible mm-hmm. to say it's simply a bunch of fairy tales. Mm-hmm. Um, I just want to say that people have been saying that for generations. Yes. And there have been generations of study. I'm talking scholarly study on each of the books to show that none of this is something that would just was creative writing from some person's mind. Absolutely. Uh, these are faithful um, retelling and faithful accounts mm-hmm. of, of true stories. Mm-hmm. It's one of the things I love about the Bible. I'm not reading a book of fiction. No, it, yeah. you're really not. <laughs> However, you know, if you did test the Bible with the um, mm. literary ways of testing to see if it's valid, right. believe it or not, it is actually more valid than a lot of other documents and literature out there. True. I read a book on it and I realized that, wow, you know, we... You know, how do you know that other articles of writing are valid? Mm. You know, how can we prove that Ben Franklin actually existed? You have a picture, <laughs> but how do you know he actually existed? Mm. And so sometimes people put more faith in the mm. in the things we have less evidence in. True. And yet the Bible, time after time, I love how you said it, a generation after generation of it being questioned, I, I will also say this, generation after generation, it always gives the answer. That's true. It's constantly proven. Generation, it's been validated so much just by good, honest study. People, and here's one thing that um, I read this also, and I totally agree with Mm -hmm. it. People who say that these writings in the Bible are fairy tales obviously don't know what a fairy tale is. Because when you read it, it doesn't read like a fairy tale. Exactly. I'm, ta- I'm talking yes. about the, the, the syntax. About I'm talking the about the yes. structure. Mm-hmm. <clears throat> Everything about it is a retelling of actual events. Yes, exactly. Now, we have a person who's waiting very patiently on the line, and so we're going to be talking to this uh, wonderful caller. So let's uh, put this person on the air. Hello. Wel- welcome to Straight from the Bible. You're on the air now. Hello? Oh, dear. Did, I, did we lose this person? I'll try again. Hello. Welcome to Straight from the Bible. You're on the air. Okay, I am so sorry, but it looks like mm. looks like we might have lost the call. Please, please call back. Uh, it was our fault. Maybe we should have taken it earlier. But please uh, pick up your phone again and call. Our operators are standing by, and we'll be very, very happy to talk to you. We really apologize for losing the, the call. Okay, it looks like we have about two minutes left before our break. And so let me just give you those phone numbers one more time, 472-1111, if you're calling from Guam. CNMI, please dial 323-1113. Text us at 671-686-9999. And that's WhatsApp, and so you can be all the way in Norway and uh, <laughs> and, and uh, text in your answer through there. A question, rather, texting you a question. If you would like to visit us on Facebook, go to facebook.com forward slash joyfmradio. Go to the uh, live stream and please leave your question there on the comment section. We'll see it right away and we'll take it. All right. Exciting stuff. Uh Exciting uh, questions that have come in. And so, uh, Liz, I certainly hope we answer that question. The book of Job actually did happen Mm -hmm. and it is not simply a parable 
Okay, so that、uh, music means we are halfway through our program. We'll be right back after this. People don't get over much on their own. If you catch a cold, it's chicken noodle soup and cold medicine. If it's a broken heart, there's more time and investment in recovery. A friend can be pretty valuable in recovery, and Jesus is your best friend. He might heal wounds, but he wants to heal hearts. No, there's not much you can get over without a little help. He's just been waiting to hear from you. Seek. He wants to be found. Knock. He'll recognize you right away. Joy FM, family-friendly radio. Welcome back to the second half of Straight from the Bible. You can call us right now with your questions at four seven two one 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 one, or in the CNMI at three two three one 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 three. You can email your questions anytime to Bible at joyfmradio.net. Submit your questions online to joyfmradio.net. Or message us on Facebook at facebook.com forward slash joyfmradio. Join us now for Straight from the Bible. And welcome back to the second half of Straight from the Bible. This is Pastor Masik with Pastor Louis Mofnes. And if you have a Bible question you'd like to call in or send in, please go right ahead. If you're on the island of Guam, the number to call is four seven two one 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 one. That's four seven two eleven eleven. Or if you are on the beautiful islands of Saipan, Tinian, and Rota, you can call us at three two three one 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 three. That's three two three one 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 three. Or you can even send us a, a text on WhatsApp, and the number is six seven one six eight six ninety nine ninety nine. That's six seven one six eight six ninety nine ninety nine. Or you can go straight to our Facebook page on Joy FM, and that's Joy FM Radio. I'm sorry, forgive me. That's Facebook.com/slash Joy FM Radio. And leave us a question in the comment section, and we'll see it right away, and we'll answer you. So, Pastor, it's been a great discussion in the first part of the hour. It has been, and yes. I'm looking forward to more. And I think one, I think more is coming because I believe we have regained our call. Oh, wonderful! From before, so let's put this person on the air. Hello, welcome to Straight from the Bible. You're on the air now. Yeah. Hello there. Hi. Hi. Good afternoon. Good afternoon. Now I think you're still listening to Joy FM on your radio. Yes. And so、oh, we're good. Yeah. So could you please lower that down because it's making a really bad echo, and we would like to hear you very clearly. Thank you for calling. Okay. So do you have a question for us? Yeah. Okay. My, it's not that question, but it's like concern. Okay. I was born. Born in a. Born in Catholic, baptized, but the one that baptized we did, like I believe it's sprinkle.、Mm-hmm. And then I was、Sprinkling. married to a Protestant,、mm-hmm. and I was under my husband. And now I was reading my Bible, and I find out、uh, that Jesus was baptized in Jordan River with emerge. It was emerge. So I think that's the right baptism that. Jesus did in the Jordan River. So do I have to do the same baptism like Jesus did? That's a beautiful question. Good question. You know, well, first of all, praise the Lord that you have been reading and studying, and、Amen. God has revealed that to、Amen. you. Amen. Well, that's life anyway. Yes, you know, the word baptism comes from the the Greek word baptizo,、mm. uh, which really does mean. 
uh, put completely under the water or to emerge. Oh, emerge. Yes, and so other there kinds. Is a, there is a meaning for emerge. Yes. Okay. How how does can you please? So the the Greek word or the baptizo it means to put under the water completely mm-hmm. or to put mm-hmm. in the water, and so. You want the person. Yes. Up from the water. Yes, exactly. That's what immersion means, to go under the water. Yes. So that's clean up anyway. Yes. It is about cleansing. Oh, yeah, cleansing, yes. Yes, it is. It is about cleansing. So because, you know, I am am nowadays, I am almost 67, Mm -hmm. and I need to know, I was telling my husband that we are walking to the end of line, mm-hmm. that, that these times are preparation for eternal. Yes. Let me. Could I say something, sister? What, please? Well, I would like to say that I also, um, I was also sprinkled as a baby, and I didn't mm-hmm. know about it <laughs> because I was a baby. <laughs> yeah. You yeah. don't know about it, but when I got older, just like you, I studied. I found out the mm-hmm. truth about the method of baptism. Um, let me just say that because you didn't know mm-hmm. back then, God, mm. God just honored your faith. Yes, and you, okay. you were, uh, you had His salvation because mm-hmm. you were following what you knew. But now that you know the truth, I when I when I learned the truth, I was baptized. And I would not wait. I would not wait because baptism is a very important thing. Um, Anyway, pastors, thank you so much. I am preparing. You're preparing. That's good. I'm glad to hear it. I am preparing for that. Anyway, if I want to go to heaven, it's not not that I am okay with it. I want to follow the truth. Am I right? That is the best thing. You know, in the book of in the book of First Peter, you might want to look this verse up. In the book of First Peter, chapter two, verse twenty-one, mm-hmm. it says, "For even hereunto were you called, because Christ also suffered for us, leaving us an example, that mm-hmm. you should follow in His steps." Okay. And so, if Jesus was baptized with immersion, mm-hmm. you can't go wrong following Jesus' example. Yes. And so, if Jesus was baptized by immersion, then we should do the same. Absolutely. Right. Thank you, dear well, sister. Thank you so much. No, thank you. And you know what? What we'll do is, why don't you, if you'd like more information and more Bible verses on baptism, uh, you can go ahead and leave your name and number with Scott, our, mm-hmm. our producer here, and he'll get your number information, and so we'll, we'll be happy to give, give more, you more material yeah, and more information material to read. Mm-hmm. You know, I, I, want my, I will have an eye operation, which is... I cannot really see good, mm-hmm. but I want to read my Bible first. Okay, that's good. And because that's the first thing you want to read. Nowadays, I find out that Jesus was eight days when he was brought to the church to be prayed for him. Mm-hmm. Yes, yes. And then when I'm finding out the, the right things, why why shouldn't I do the right thing? Amen. Beautiful. You're following. So, you're following the truth. So and with God a group of people. I looking at the way they come and take me and bring to their group of prayers. I find out that they are full of faith. Mm, praise it's, God. Yeah, they're full of faith because faith without work is nothing, right? Yes, it's dead. Yes. That's what the Bible says. Yes. yes. So 
What I am believing, that's what I want to follow. I don't mm. want to say that when other people see me going to another people, they say, oh, look at these people. They No, I want to follow what the Bible leads me to. Amen. Okay, I so don't care who criticize me about going to this and that, but I want to follow the right way. Amen. Good. Praise the Lord. Sister, sister, I'm going to put you on hold again, and mm-hmm. you're going to talk to Scott and give your mailing address to Scott, and we'll ma- mail you more information about baptism and probably some un- other related things. Yes. But thank okay. you very much for your call, okay? Well, God bless it's you. A wonderful, I was thinking when I was listening to you guys, because it's my, my daily life. Mm-hmm. Thank and my you. birthday is in, in this month. Oh, okay. happy birthday. birthday. <laughs> On the 15th, yeah. Oh, wonderful. Amen. Next, uh, a, couple of sun, a couple of weeks. It is a blessed day anyway. Amen. Amen. Today is a blessed day, and you have blessed mm-hmm. us. Thank you. And I need to know things ahead of time before the Lord calls Amen. me. Amen. Dear sister, although we don't know your name, I feel a very, very... Well, I am Ponapian, and we've oh. been here as a... More than thirty years. Mm, We're right. residents of Guam. Good. Would it be okay before we before we end our call? Would it be okay if we had a prayer with you? Yes, please. Okay. Pastor Masik, would you please. be so kind? Thank Let's you. pray together, please. Dear loving Father, thank you so much for this dear child of yours, this dear sister who has been hearing your voice. Lord, she has done her very best to be faithful to you all throughout mm-hmm. her life. Yes, Lord. And you have been leading her and guiding her. And now, Father, as she has come upon another truth that will help her to love you even more, Mm -hmm. we pray that you bless her and give her the continued courage to do that which the Bible has said. We thank you. Bless her now and her family. In Jesus' name, amen. Amen. Thank you very much, sister. Thank you, Kalanian. May God bless you. Bye. Okay, that's a wonderful, a wonderful thing. And, you know, praise God. You know, baptism, I, I have to, you know, I've been walking with the Jesus for 25 years because I was baptized in 96. Oh, wow. And it, uh, I have never, ever had any reason to regret being baptized into the truth when, when I knew it. It is the same for me, my dear brother. Mm. Uh, there's not a single day that I regret giving my heart to Christ. And uh, was I afraid in the beginning? Absolutely. <laughs> But then you know what? Uh, I was afraid of all the changes I would have to make. But right. I'll say this. What I gained was far surpasses anything that I thought was uh, too hard to let go. Right. So the Lord is good. Amen. All right. Well, thank you very much to that sister from Ponape. Yes. I'm so glad. And she's here on Guam, though. Um, but uh, praise the Lord for all these people from all the islands turning towards turning towards Christ. Mm-hmm. Okay, now we do have an email question that came to us, but, and uh, so I'm going to look at that Bible question here. It says, is communion only for those who are members of a church and those with their sins forgiven? Oh, that's a very good question, Pastor. It is a good question. I, uh, If you'll permit me, mm-hmm. I think I would like to take the second part of that question sure, first. Please. And that is, uh, is communion only for those whose sins are forgiven? Mm-hmm. Um, well, rightly understood, there, you're actually on to something. Because the, the story of the upper room when Jesus was with his disciples, you mm-hmm. find this in the book of John. And uh, I think it's John 13, mm-hmm. um, where the disciples were gathered for the Passover 
uh, which Jesus was going to transform into the Lord's Supper. Yes. And so the disciples were uh, all around and Jesus could read it on their faces. They're still doing the same thing. Yeah. Who's going who's gonna to sit next to Jesus? Who's the greatest? Mm-hmm. And so he took a towel and a water basin and he washed all of their feet. Um, this was something that only a servant can do. Yes. Now, when he got to Peter and Peter uh, protested against Jesus washing his feet and Jesus said something very important there mm-hmm. that tells us what um, I, I was just I was going to just quote it, but I think it's better if we read, read it. Together, yes. In the book of John, and it should be John chapter 13, when Peter protested against the washing of his feet, Jesus gave him a very, very loving warning uh, about, about uh, refusing the foot washing. Mm-hmm. And uh, I think we can start it at verse 6. And all the way to verse 10. Mm-hmm. Sure. Now, uh, uh, we like, yes, I go ahead. That. It says in verse 6, Then cometh he to Simon Peter, and Peter saith unto him, Lord, dost thou wash my feet? Jesus answered and said unto him, What I do thou knowest not now, but thou shalt know hereafter. Peter saith unto him, Thou shalt never wash my feet. Jesus answered him, If I wash thee not, Thou hast no part with me. Hmm. Simon Peter saith unto him, Lord, not my feet only, but also my hands and my head. Jesus saith to him, He that is washed needeth not, needeth not save to wash his feet, but is clean every whit, and ye are clean, but not all. So evidently, this foot washing was all about not just washing feet, but mm-hmm. cleansing. Yes. Uh, so much so that Jesus says, if I don't wash you, then you will have no part with me. Yes. I'm sure that sent a terror through Peter's whole being. Mm-hmm. You mean I can't be with you? And like, mm-hmm. Oh, wow. And so this is about salvation. This is about forgiveness of sins. Mm-hmm. This is about a washing and a cleansing, a mini baptism, yes, if you will, um, before the communion service. Because bef- um, there is a scripture, and I wonder if you can help me find it, where it, we are in danger of mm-hmm. partaking of the communion service unworthily. Exactly. Unworthily. And so that is a very real danger. Judas, was, and that's exactly what Happened Jesus... Happened to him. Yeah, yeah. That, that's exactly what Jesus says. You are clean, but not all. One of them... Uh, partook of the Lord's Supper in a very unworthy manner. In other words, his sin was not cleansed. He hardened his heart. He refused to repent. And so, um, I'm going to, I believe that should be in the book of 2 Corinthians, or 1 Corinthians rather. And 1 Corinthians chapter 11, 27 and 29, maybe, perhaps. First Corinthians eleven, twenty-seven, and uh, yeah, twenty-seven and twenty-nine. Yes, do that's it. exactly it. Yes. And um, would would you would you mind reading? Sure, that? twenty-seven through twenty-nine, and it says this: Wherefore, whosoever shall eat this bread, and drink this cup of the Lord, oops, drink this cup of the Lord unworthily, shall be guilty of the body and blood of the Lord. But let a man examine himself, and so let him eat of that bread, and drink of that cup. For he that eateth and drinketh unworthily, 
eateth and drinketh damnation to himself, wow. not discerning the Lord's body. And so mm. when people ask me who should partake of the communion service, is it just a member of uh, the particular church that I'm at? Uh, the Bible doesn't make any um, qualification mm -hmm. on church membership. Yes. What it does make a qualification is that there needs to be a self-examination yes. and a cleansing. That's what Jesus was doing with the foot washing. And by the way, he later on says, if I, your Lord and master, have washed your feet, so you must also wash one another's exactly. feet. In a, in, a, in a spiritual exercise of humility and service and, and yes, the, the cleansing part. Mm -hmm. And only then when we have self-examined and confessed our sins to one another and confessed our sins to God, then we can come to the Lord's table no longer needing forgiveness because we've been cleansed. And, and, and then we can have full communion with God. That's Absolutely. what the word, I, I like breaking that word into two parts come union wow. come like union. Beautiful. you come and you have union with god's people beautiful. and with and with christ mm -hmm. and uh, i personally believe that at every communion service especially jesus is there in a way that uh in a way that's not um, uh, he is at every church service but in a very special way yes. and, and with a very special purpose he is there at the communion service and so um, I believe that if a person professes uh, faith in Christ, has been cleansed by Christ, has um, humbled himself to serve God's people in washing their feet, then that person, whether they be from another denomination, they may partake. Mm -hmm. But if the, first, if the person doesn't uh, profess faith in Christ, uh, if, if an atheist comes in mm -hmm. or maybe someone who is uh, walking the faith of Buddha, perhaps, mm -hmm. then those would be the people who say, why don't you observe yes. until you know what, what this is all about mm -hmm. and until you can do it with full faith. Exactly. And so that's my answer. I haven't let you talk. <laughs> no, uh, Pastor, I was just going to say that's, so. I think that's really exactly it. Mm. And I was just going to say something along the lines of what you said, and that is, when it comes to communion, it is not a matter of the form, mm. but it's a matter of the heart. It sure is. And so it's it's a matter of the heart. And a person who then uh, loves Christ understands what he's doing. And that where, where it says there in verse 29, it says in the last few words, not discerning the Lord's body. Right. Not understanding what the bread represents mm -hmm. and what the new wine or the grape juice represents. Mm -hmm. You see, to the believer, uh, they remember the cross. They remember the blood. They remember his teachings. And when they partake of it, uh, they understand. Right. And so there's a greater blessing that is gained in uh, in understanding it. Yes. And exactly as you said, if somebody comes in who may not understand, mm. then uh, you say you can observe it and mm. then you can teach them to understand it. That's right. We and then, then uh, they'll accept Christ as their Savior. And then when they finally participate in it, Oh, there's a there's something there that, uh, mm. like you said, it's just very special. And you know, I might even extend this to people who ask, you know, when can my child partake? Mm -hmm. um, same criteria. Yes. If they don't understand what's going on, if they're going to treat it just like a snack, mm -hmm. then that would be so uh, that would be so unfortunate that they don't know what's happening. And so, when that child believes when that child understands when that child can partake in faith usually that i i i would um i would 
suggests that when a, tr- a child is ready to do, to do all this, then the the child would definitely request baptism. Yes, and say, I want to I want to live for Jesus Absolutely. now. Absolutely. And so many times I do wait until the child is mm-hmm. baptized because then even I can, you know, they're they're showing their faith, yes. and I can see it. Um, but definitely what we laid out as the as uh, the criteria for partaking. Yes, it is an important it is an important meal. It is an important thing, and so the importance is partaking with faith, mm-hmm. believing in Christ, having your sins forgiven. Mm-hmm. When a child can do these things on its on the child's own, not not with you, uh, you know, coercing mm-hmm. <laughs> or anything like that. Let the child's faith grow ever so naturally yes. by the Holy Spirit's conviction, and when you see that child receives salvation, I believe that child is ready. Amen. Uh, well, what's that one person? Uh, it may have been Doug Basher who says, if your child is old enough, old enough to be lost, they're old enough well, to be, be saved. saved. Amen. <laughs> so, yes, that's so true. Well, when, when, they, when they realize you know, their, their own sin and they say, I'm lost without Jesus. Okay, yes. it's time. Amen. <laughs> Amen. That was very clear, okay. Pastor. So very good. Uh, thank you very much for sending in that question. Mm-hmm. And, uh, you know, communion... You know, <laughs> What, what's going on today? We're talking about baptism. We're talking about communion. These, these are all important things exactly. that uh, that you might see are the milestones of our faith, mm-hmm. uh, things that Jesus himself put before the people. Uh, Mark 16, 16, and let, um, uh, he who believes and is baptized will be saved. Yes. And the Lord's Supper is all about, you know, Christ and his uh uh, his salvation. Mm-hmm. I, lo- I love the I love the questions that are coming in. Yeah, today. I love these, them too. You know, these are all very basic beautiful. things that Jesus taught. Amen. And um, okay, so <laughs> I guess we can move on. Yeah. It looks like we have about ten minutes left. You know what we can do in ten minutes? We can answer a really good question. Okay. And so why don't we invite you, our listening and watching friends, to call right now? I'm, I'm talking like right now. Mm-hmm. Unless you're driving, pull over safe. <laughs> Pull over somewhere safe and dial 472-1111. We want you to call 472-1111. I know you have a burning question in your mind that you've been wondering for a while. And if you are in Saipan, Tinian, or Rhoda, then please dial 323-1113. 323-1113. Let's give our operators a job. And uh, text to WhatsApp 686-9999. You may dial that free uh, from the CNMI, 671-686-quadruple-9. Mm-hmm. And if you would like to go to f- uh, facebook.com forward slash Radio, then go ahead and um, go to our Facebook page and go to the live stream. And on the live stream, there's a comment section. And you may leave their, your question there. We'll see it right away and answer it immediately. Okay. And I see that there are... Um, there are a few people who are watching our Facebook post uh, and the Facebook uh, uh, live feed, and I'm very, very glad that you are. Okay, so why don't we go ahead and look at our, I think we have one remaining question in our um, in our email, and it's coming from mm. Carol. Carol is asking, what is God's greatest creation? Well, I would like to say my wife. How about you? <laughs> but uh, I, I say that tongue, I say that with uh, well, sincerely, true. Yes, I, I, but, he uh, means it. He, he loves his wife. <laughs> I know him. Yeah, <laughs> okay. Well, biblically, though, biblically, 
I mean, everybody may have their own <clears throat> opinion. You know, some people like roses. Some people like, mm-hmm. you know, like they. You, maybe you think the greatest creation is the, is the, is the the food that we eat. But God, He makes a very very interesting uh, declaration mm-hmm. in the Book of Genesis. Um, I'm looking at Genesis chapter one and looking at verse. Um, one, I, I lost it. I was looking at. It. <laughs> okay. Uh, uh, Oh, do you have something yeah, no, you would like go to ahead, read? Go ahead. Actually, why don't you go ahead and read sure. what you have? I, I was going it. to read uh, the book of First Peter, uh, chapter uh, chapter one, verse eighteen and nineteen. Okay. First Peter chapter one, eighteen and nineteen, and it says, "For as much as you know that you were not redeemed with corruptible things, as silver and gold, from your vain conversations received by tradition from your fathers, but with the precious blood of Christ." as of a lamb without blemish hmm. and without spot. Wow. Um, what is God's greatest creation? I. It's a little difficult to answer because there's so many wonderful things that God has created. And there's almost a, a solemn fear to even think that, you know, man is. And the thing is, when we read the text, God's crowning jewel of creation was, uh, was man. Hmm. True. And then the last thing created. Yeah, really. the last thing created exactly. Mm. And we were made, as you said earlier, mm. in God's image. Right. And so that is an incredible thing to have a, a, a creature and a person that is created in the very image of the one creating it. Mm. But then something has been made and that has been gifted to it, and that is uh, the power to to choose. Mm-hmm. Right. And so, how important was this creation? Well, we then find in Genesis 3.15, when we were then, of course, uh, lost and fell into sin, right. that then later on, through Jesus at the cross, he bought back. And that really is what the word redeem means. It, it means to buy back. And so when God, through, through Christ, bought us back, the Bible says here, we weren't redeemed with corruptible or perishable things like silver or gold or, or cash or whatever it may be. But it says we were bought with the precious blood of Christ, mm-hmm. as of a lamb without blemish and without spot. And you know, Pastor, the value of something really is determined by the one willing to, to pay however much to, to obtain it. It's true. And so what did God then uh, purchase us with? He purchased us with his very own life. True. And there's nothing higher than that. Mm. And so if God then... Um, we were his crowning jewel in creation. I, I would also humbly, humbly and very lovingly say with much humility that we were also his crowning jewel in redemption. That is true. And uh, there was nothing higher that God could give but himself in, in bringing us back to him. You know, every everything you said really emphasizes not only our importance um, and our value mm-hmm. towards towards God, but it also demonstrates how much God must love us oh, yes. because of the depths that he went through to save us. Yes. You know, when people ask what is the greatest thing in creation, you know, there's the mighty sun with all of its power and brilliance. There's the, the, the beautiful mm-hmm. flowers. And then there are the angels mm-hmm. who have never sinned. And then there are the unfallen world spoken of in Job 1. Um, but of all of these things, wonderful as they are, and they all have their place and their beauty and they love God. 
but there's only one creature that has ever been described as being in cre- created in the image of God. Amen. And this really um, boggles my mind because I remember that commandment, the second commandment that says, thou shalt not make any graven image mm-hmm. and uh, nothing in heaven above. In other words, don't even try to make an image of God. Yes. And yet there's only one wow. image one image God has allowed wow. to represent him. It's incredible. And he says, humankind, wow. the man and woman together, uh, they represent the image of God. Amen. No wood, no stone, no uh, picture can ever represent God. But he says, you are my representatives. Amen. What a responsibility. It's an, wow. ama- it's an amazing thing. It really mm-hmm. should fill us with awe yes. and at the same time, humility. Yes, very much. And, yes. um, you know, the one human that really brought all of this together, both creation mm-hmm. and redemption, was the man, the son of man, Jesus Christ, Amen. has got to be the if we were the crowning jewel of creation, he must have been the, 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 the top crown, uh, the top jewel on that mighty crown, <laughs> uh, because he represented the Father like nobody else could. Absolutely. Yes, and in in, in redemption, yes. dying for us, he sh- he showed the immense love of God. And you know, how can we not then respond mm. the same? You know, there may be a listener here who has been through all sorts of uh, trial and sin right, and, right. and pain, and you thought, well. I'm not worth it very much. Well, dear friend of mine, whenever you feel that way, I want you to look to Calvary look to the and cross. remember how much you're worth. You know, Pastor, there's a hymn writer who wrote one of my most favorite songs, and that's called The Love of God. Mm. Now, what's incredible is actually one of the verses of the song, I believe it's the last one, it goes like this. Um, uh, oh, it's, my, it's missing my mind. So it goes like this. Uh, but basically, the part of the song goes like this. To write the love of God above... Um, would drain the ocean dry mm. nor could the scroll contain the whole though stretched from sky to sky that's so true and that was actually found at a mental institute yeah. in somebody's room and somebody in that room had found God amongst all of that uh, pain and trial and, and even mental anguish and to all of our listening friends this emphasizes how God loves you. Amen. So praise the Lord. All right. Now, when you've come to an end of our program, we would like to invite you to tune in to another time of Straight from the Bible next Monday. This is Pastor Louis Moffins. And this is Pastor Masik Edong. Saying good night. And God, God bless, bless you. Thank you for joining us for another edition of Straight from the Bible. If you missed out on your question and would like to have it aired next time, you can also email us anytime to bible at joyfmradio.net. Submit them online at joyfmradio.net or message us on Facebook at facebook.com forward slash joyfmradio. Join us again next time for another edition of Straight from the Bible. Until then, may God bless you as you study His Holy Word, the Bible.